What's up, stoners? Welcome back to another episode of That Bud Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Bianca Blanche, and I am so stoked for today's episode. I'm sitting with my friend Kashif Lang, aka Cash, aka Cash Money Flow. He's a super cool dude, one of the most charismatic individuals I worked with at the cafe, no doubt. Did very well for himself over there, and he is now currently working at Cookies, which I mean, shit, I don't really need to say much. Y'all know Cookies. He's a fellow New Yorker, so there's going to be a lot of shit talking. You already know. I was thrilled to sit with him. We're going to be talking about growing up in the city and smoking what that is like as a teenager. We also talk a little bit about cannabis on social media and its similarities to hype beast culture, how cannabis companies are using these platforms to connect with their younger audience, We also talk a little bit about interstate commerce. We kind of play around with that idea, what the future might hold as far as these two stoners see it. He introduces me to a new cannabinoid, THCP, which I'd never heard of. It's a really great episode. He just brings the best energy wherever he is. He always has a smile on his face. So I hope everybody's 2021 is off to a good start. That's, you know, a stretch, but I'm gonna put it out there. I told myself... I could smoke this blunt. Wait, light that. Where's the lighter? I think I pocketed it. As fast as you can. You better not take it. You did pocket it. <laughs> you did pocket it. Like, you're so you funny. Really representing the green easy. That is like one of my keepsakes. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you keep for sure. Are this bad boy? No. <laughs> I was about to say, I think it's so open, like you said. You're like, I think you could go back and just like get another Green Easy later if you want. I gotta check that out. You said it was by the Beverly Center, right? It is. It's on Beverly Boulevard, right next to Backyard Bowls. So if you want to grab like an acai bowl, you could do everything on that block. Oh no, you can't do shit anymore because of COVID. Never nope. mind. <laughs> can't do nothing. I was gonna have you go on to like Beverly. go get like a cryo session. I actually went to that spot. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about. I know about. exactly what you're talking about. The first time I tried cryo was in California, and these people are crazy. But it's amazing. <laughs> On a hot summer day, just two minutes. Oh, my God. You know what I really love? The cryo facial. So it's just like that freezing temperature just yeah. like blasted on your face. I don't think I've ever looked so young. When's the last time you did it? Why? Because your forehead is looking amazing. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. It's been like over a year. So I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Everything is closed. A cannabis cafe. What a shame. Yep. Where are you working now? So I'm working at Cookies. How long have you been there? It's coming on my third week right now. Mm, that's super recent. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. I, I got hooked up with the opportunity from um, one of the regional managers that work there. Listen, we're having interviews. We need help there. I know you're a great candidate. Thank you. Like, I, it was literally the end of the EDD. Mm-hmm. I had the interview. I started on Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. How do you like it so far? 
I love it. I love it. Is it very different from Med Men? Sorry. I just, yeah, no, go for it. I know that was your intro to Life at a Dispensary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I think of Med Men and I think of cookies, I do think of two very different consumers mm-hmm. and platforms. Yes, so definitely. do you find that it's different? Man, um, definitely different demographic. Uh, it's definitely for the younger crowd. And the younger crowd actually knows about cannabis more so it's less explaining what THC and CBD is and more of I just want this I want this yeah I know what edibles do I I fucks with it I don't fucks with it and we move on but um the thing is is that the weed there is just so good I kind of understand why it's so sought out how people shop and stuff because med men people wanted an explanation for everything they wanted to know how it make them feel it's like I can't give you guarantees right of course not so it's easier when you're at cookies at least they're like you know what that's the freshest thing that dropped I want that it's like okay you want it I got you let me know how it is when you come back like then we can fine-tune it it's so much easier like the transaction periods are so much smaller too because you're dealing directly with your contemporary it seems like yes so that's cool you just like brought up a really interesting point because they know when shit drops. Yes. Like that was never a thing yes. back when I was a bud tender. Yes. Like it's amazing that people will come in and they're like, oh man, on your social media, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for this. And I'm like, oh man, you, you really went to our page. You have the <laughs> notification bell on at what we dropped. Okay, cool. We have that. Definitely. We have that Scotty Pippen. The younger crowd is so on it. The latest drops is amazing. And I think that, um, a lot of people could learn a thing or two out their book. These shops that have a younger following, they use Instagram and social media to their advantage. It really is a resource yeah, to yeah. I mean, to promote everything. Especially when you can't do the traditional ways of advertising. It's probably exactly. the only avenue that you should capitalize on. They're doing it the right way, you know. Um, the way Cookies is going about dropping things is similar to Hypebeast culture. That's what it is, man. You want those packs. You want those apes. To fly off the shelves, you're going to sit on the shelves. Sherbinsky's um, is another one that yeah. comes to mind. Sherbinsky's, they're bright orange. Pops off of Fairfax and also their community cleanup is something too. you got to get involved with the community. Yeah, shout out to Sherbinsky's. They, during the BLM movement and the protests yeah, and, nice. and unfortunately um, some of the rioting and looting that happened, which has yeah. nothing to do with the protesters. Nothing. Nothing, nothing. whatsoever. Yourselves. We're not going to explain it. Exactly. But they did. They had clean up the community because that was one of the streets that got hit really bad, that whole Fairfax, Melrose yeah, area. And, and just these days, you got to get involved. Millennials want to know what you are doing for them. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's cool that you have nice packaging and all, but you got to continue with your story. We have the past already. What's, mm-hmm. What are we going to do about the future? How do we show up? How do we show up? You already know. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, First of all, what are we smoking? What did you roll? Oh, so from uh, cookies, I'm rolling up some <laughs> cheetah piss. Don't get it confused with cat piss. It's is there. this the new improved cat piss or is this totally I think it doesn't have any lineage of cat piss. Okay. But the feeling right now cuz of the three topics, four topics that we just hit in, in like 10 minutes. It has you going just like a true sativa. It's really smooth. We got it in the Dominican blunt right now. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I had know. to share the Principe with yeah, yeah. Cash. He's an honorary Dominican, so I knew you would appreciate it straight from the motherland. It's really smooth. It's chocolatey. 
you know, tobacco and hopefully we don't get crazy wired, but we already gotten ahead of ourselves yeah. and I, I do blame the cheetah piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to know your intro to cannabis. Yes. I would love to know the first time you smoked. <laughs> You're a fellow New Yorker, so a lot of yeah. your first with cannabis happened like mine in an illegal state. Yeah. So it was junior year of high school. So some people will say that's a late bloomer. I would say it's right on time. I had plenty of clicks. I was a cool guy. Not popular, but I was was in the Asian crowds. I was in the the, the honor roll crowd. Yeah. And I was in the hood crowd. And, and the hood definitely brought me in and showed me that, like, there's another side to having fun than just playing basketball. Two of my boys named Matt and Jerry L., they just were persistent, man. They definitely were like, you got to smoke weed, man. You're an awesome person, but you, I, would be even more awesome. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, my mom would kill me and stuff like that. And just one day, I guess I was stressed or something. I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to try it. Give me that. And it was just uh, mind-blowing. Like, I don't remember getting high the way I get high now, but it was more of just like going through a great day and I was just laughing all day. And I was 16 years old. God only yeah. knows what you were doing. You were just yeah. up and down the city. Manhattan was like my playground and just going to the Heights and going to the Mofungo house, just eating over yes. there, smoking in Idlewood Park. Shout out to 207. Shout out to everybody in, in the Heights. Um, Inwood, you know there's a difference. But yeah, we, we were all over Midtown, and I, I went to high school downtown, so... Where did you go to high school? I went to high school of economics and finance. Oh, by shit. the World Trade Center, yeah. It was one of the business high schools down there. Oh, that's cool. So you were living in Harlem. Yes. You were taking probably the two or three to... Yeah. So like Chambers or something? You go on the six or you go on the two. The eight connects everywhere. Exactly. But uh, I was mostly... I hung out in the Lower East Side. That's where like... A lot of my family's from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Like the Italian side. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of culture down there. If no one knows, it's the most diverse part in the city other than uh, Queens. Shout out to Queens. Yeah, exactly. But New York, we just in the house and, and, and smoking weed really just opened up a whole new world for me. Um, it was points that I would be in Brooklyn smoking with different people and a grandma would come in and say, let me hit that. And I'm just at fucking 17. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, you're like, this is crazy. This is insane. You know, like you have all that stigma attached to it. So being in New York, being high on the trains and it just opened up a new world of people, community. And um, I never really thought about it in the way that I think about it now. But um, yeah, like I really have some of the best friends that I have now from weed. Ditto, honestly. There is something really special about getting high and getting on the subway. Yes, talk about it. I mean, there's so much diversity. So much people watching. So much people watching. So it could be like a good or bad experience. <laughs> the amount of times I would forget to like swipe my metro card and yes, bash my yeah, vagina yes. fuck i gotta go on my pocket and the first time's getting high thinking oh my god everyone's watching everyone knows everyone knows everyone knows i'm high so you realize and mature in it that no one gives a fuck Literally, no one's thinking about you. No one's looking at you. No one cares. They're high themselves. And even if they know that you're high, they still don't care. It makes no fucking difference to their day because they're New Yorkers. Yep, yep. And just the neighborhoods you're in, you just kind of know. I hope I'm not, like, influencing anyone to just smoke on the streets. But 
you kind of know what neighborhoods to avoid. You kind of know what kind of people to avoid. Yeah. You never want to be around the elderly because they're like a wild card, you know? <laughs> younger, people, <laughs> younger people are definitely cooler. The elderly are wild cards. They're wild card. They can be hit to it. Or yeah. they're just like, I'm about to call the police now. It's true. And even like, if I look at my parents, my dad, totally cool. I mean, grew up in the States. Yeah. Went through the 60s and 70s. Respect. Would come when I was living in Astoria, steal some of my weed, just be like, oh, hey, I was just in the neighborhood and like oh, roll really? himself a joint, the fastest roller I've ever seen in my entire life. Because it was free. I thought it was the generation, yeah, but yeah. as you say, because it was free. <laughs> yeah. Because he would leave in a hurry. Meanwhile, my mom, I was telling you earlier, she's like, oh, you know, I enjoyed the podcast, but you have to smoke on it and it's just this entirely different relationship yeah, definitely and you could attest to this like seeing how people's minds are changing like right in front of you oh yeah like being at the cafe and someone bringing in their grandmother and they're like they, she's never smoked and it's in your hands to shepherd this knowledge to them <laughs> So, like, as bud tenders, when anybody thinks of us as just drug dealers, we're passing on knowledge about this plant mm -hmm. that no one else has sat down, studied, and is willing to interpret it. Put their egos to the side, talk about this plant that's been just, like, stigmatized for so long, you know? Guys, do your research. Be a smart consumer. Support the brands that you would want to support in your daily lives mm. in the cannabis industry, too. Like, there's a lot to it. Don't just rely on the butt tender, but still, we are we are here to help you. I remember the last couple of months staying in New York, um, just doing intense studying on THC and CBD and, and strains and just getting myself prepared mentally mm -hmm. to come here and try to get into the industry and, and asking my drug dealer, like, yo, is this like a sativa or an indica? What he like, say? He's just like, it's good. Like, he was just like, <laughs> He was like, he was looking at me in a way like, why do you even care? And then I looked at myself and I was just like, wow, there's a lot of people that don't know any of this, even the people that are selling this to me. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's why I like the legal way. It's legal. It's providing for me. It's making jobs. There's testing included. There's compliance included. Mm -hmm. Regulation included. Mm -hmm. Decriminalization. Decriminalization. Motherfuckers stop you now. They look the other way when you have a fucking bag or a fucking jar on your dashboard. Like, this had to happen. And now there's still things that we have to work on. For sure. You know? So when people are like, I like the old way of things. And I compare it to what my East Coast self compares it to, like, what's happening over here. Maybe I'm a little biased. But it looks like you guys are in the right direction when it comes to cannabis. And I'm learning a lot to to like go back to New York, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things for me when I do go back home to New York, I'll get weed from my friends there. And and I love that aspect of supporting them and knowing like my money is going directly to them. Yeah. However, I hate the fear of like, if I get frisked, not that I don't think you can like mm -hmm. stop and frisk anymore. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't even start there. The fact yeah. that that was a thing for so long and like for a lot of people this is actual medicine and a lot of people all over the country including yeah. new york so it's like to have something that i love that's a part of my lifestyle that's my medicine that helps me on me and be scared 
to get arrested for that yeah. or it or or it even like fucking a fine and pay for it like it's bullshit there should be no speed bumps to that process it's just a herb it helps you out it's gonna happen there's gonna be a time when we're like 60 that we're gonna look back on this and it's gonna be on cvs shelves that's but, weird i don't like that it, but look listen you're gonna <laughs> buy a com- this commercial weed and then there's gonna be like the craft beers of weed Got it. It's like you could go to the indie brewery or you could buy like a Miller Lite from the store. Exactly. It's going to be just like That's wild. There's going to be levels to it and there's going to be quality to it. Going to Seattle. Oh, you were just there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to Seattle is a totally different market. What is it like there? It's just, I I believe it's very saturated. I went to, uh, shout out to Uncle Ike's. Best selection in the world. Uncle Ike's, you gotta go to Uncle Ike's. There's like two locations. All the SKUs on the wall, they have so much different products and the market is so saturated that prices can go down to like indoor can be $30. That's equivalent to some of these brands out here in California. I just think, how is New York gonna do it? You know, are they gonna like meet that median like taxes and stuff? But like something has to give. We can't be spending so much for an eighth but then in other states it's like 25 dollars for same quality i guess what would really blow that up would be like interstate business so so you think it should like be federally legal well i'm saying if we are heading down that direction and it seems like we probably are yeah I would assume that it would open up commerce, interstate commerce. That's what it is. It's like, how would the East Coast, where I'm assuming a lot of it has to be like indoor stuff, you have the winter season. How do you compete with like your Washingtons, your Oregons, your California, who have been doing it for so long? I don't expect you to have the answer, but like. No, 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 no. I, I totally see that like with interstate commerce. It would definitely regulate the price eventually. Eventually, like, like, yeah, there would be all kinds of options. Yeah, even in like High Times magazine, there's like this little section. Shout out to High Times. Which I think, I don't know, it might be RIP High Times. RIP High Times? What? I just bought their magazine. What you mean? RIP. Someone recently like went out is like done. What? I'll look, I'll look. <laughs> Yo, we, we gotta look into it because, like, I have to I fact they, check. They have an IPO, they just opened their IPO. So then maybe it was at high times. <gasps> you just brought up exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. Talk to me. Stocks. Yes. I knew you'd be into it. Yes. I'm currently participating in the stock market. Okay, good. For the <laughs> Definitely. For the first time ever. Okay. Most of my, the shares that I have are in cannabis companies, uh, psilocybin, so like for shrooms. Okay, awesome. Couple others that I don't know if I should mention. Yeah, don't say your whole portfolio. Don't, don't tell everybody your plays, you feel me? But then what if they buy them and then my shit goes up because people start buying more stuff? I mean, Bianca. I don't know. Definitely gonna, this is gonna, to the point that, yeah, you're reaching millions at one point <laughs> and you. that you're gonna shift the market, but right now... Like, you gotta get there, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I'm excited about stocks. I've been doing it for about two years now. I would say the first year was just getting my feet wet. And no one's a pro at it, all right? So no one's a pro. Everybody's gambling. Trying to limit their own risk. It's so much fun. Yes, yes. So don't get it twisted. If your boy is, like, trying to get you onto Forex, you can do it by yourself. What's Forex? Forex is like trading like uh, currencies against each other. 
this year I've been trading heavy in options. What does that mean? So options is, it's sort of like stocks, but instead of owning an individual share of a stock, you get to own a contract that gives you a hundred shares of that stock at a lower price, at like a wholesale price. In a weird Whoa, way. Yes. that's cool. So you have this contract that expires in the future because you're not going to keep it like a stock. You have it for a limited time or you can have it as long as you want and as long as you're willing to pay. So you have to renew it? No, no, no. You buy it once. Okay. And you're just gambling on that once. You can buy multiple contracts and you can get exponential returns. Mm. But the thing about options trading is that you're spending a lot more at one time to get a lot more back. And you can lose a lot more if you don't play it right. So it's high risk, high reward. It's high risk, high reward. And you're betting whether the stock is going up or down you're not you're not betting the long term like saying like you own mcdonald's in 2008 now it's 2020 and it's like a hundred percent return you're like yes i got money back no you could get that much money back within a week within five minutes within 20 minutes damn you know so depending on your homework the work you put in to like look at these companies we're on the west coast so wake up at 6 30 a.m be up early because everybody's up early trading. That's the highest volume. I can talk about stocks all day. Get in it now. Look into options trading if you want like a higher reward. You want to be a little more risky. Like if you're buying sneakers, you better have like options. Oh if shit! You're buying Jordans out there. You better <laughs> buy an option, okay? Or at least try for it because invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. There's so many people making money out there using this to put down payments on home using this to to just gain this generational wealth that everyone's talking about and just mm-hmm. right under their nose just download fucking robin hood shout out to robin hood if i can do this anyone can do this uh the cheetah piss was awesome cheetah piss was awesome what did you want to smoke next? Uh, I think I want to cut the cheetah piss with a little bit of strawberry banana. Uh, we used to have a strawberry banana. I oh, I sound like a granny because I listen back to these episodes and I'm like, all I do is talk about like back in my day. Back in my day. Back in my I would say, day. I would say that you're 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 well versed in the in the industry. Thank so, you. Because you was talking about some fucking what? What last episode you was talking about fucking um pink cushion. Purple, oh, Purple God's Gift. Purple God's Gift. And I was like, yo, that sound crazy. That sound like when I was doing research when I was in New York. It was heaven. Purple God's Gift and our strawberry banana. It was basically like a strawberry smoothie. That's what it smelled like. Oh my God, terpenes, yeah. I would say that strawberry banana has one of the strongest terpene profiles out there and definitely one of a kind. When you smell a strawberry banana, it calls out your name. Like, damn, I'm pretty smart. The nose knows. The it's... nose knows. You're going to get a good high or not. It really does. It does. I think people underestimate it. And unfortunately, I do think people second guess themselves because there are so many options. It's like smell is still really one of those top. It is key. I think uh, part of COVID that's affecting the industry the most when it comes to retail is that smelling factor. Mm -hmm. You can't have you guys touch the pods. You can't have you touch anything in a store. You literally can't smell it because your mask is in a way. There's some dispensaries out there, I think, that let you smell it through the mask. I'm not too sure. There's some dispensaries I've been to during COVID that they didn't give a fuck. Like, to me, it makes sense that you can't smell it right now. And that means butt tenders, you got to step up your adjective game. Like, Ooh. 
You do. You, you do. No, you definitely do. And I have to step up mines too. We have to describe this bud, how it smokes. How would you describe the cheetah piss that we just smoked? First, I'll describe it as very peppery and smelling. Ooh. It's a little, it's still a little rank. Definitely very pungent in smell. When it smokes, it's definitely a very piney earthy woody kind of smell mm-hmm. and we, we smoked it in a blunt so th- there was a chocolatey undertone to it that yeah. was really good it was a very smooth yeah, smoke that was at the Dominican blunt you presidente oh principe <laughs> corona yeah the the way it's making me feel right now is very euphoric energetic i want to talk the night away you know mm-hmm. like it's expansive like I, if i'm talking to an artist i would definitely recommend something like this to get that work done again in the studio it's definitely very cerebral i would yes. say buzzy that's why we got to cut it with the strawberry banana i brought you all the coutrements oh you know what i'm curious to why you smoke cannabis now so you started as a stress reliever what has the the journey been so like now that i understand the plant more i smoke it for the reasons they offer like if i want to just wind out at night i just get an indica strain if i want to start my day i usually smoke a sativa but we all know that's just the seed in it just from just the terpenes the associated terpenes i try to smoke things that have a lot of lemonine in the morning and i just dose myself with a little bit of thc because i just made some weed butter oh because this string is not as fire as i thought it would be the strawberry banana yeah yeah yeah. it's not as fire (laughs) she's pretty she smells good she's a lady yeah so i bought like 14 grams of that so i took like two eighths made some butter so i'm doing that in the morning and it feels great in the morning like I feel energized. I feel motivated with mm-hmm. that. If you microdose with THC, that's what you get. You a know? little um, pep in your step. Yeah. I want to know the craziest thing a patient has ever said to you. Is this going to make her horny? Or you get the patients that are just like their story behind why they're buying. You know, like this one lady came from, I believe she came from Dubai or something like that. Her son had Crohn's disease and she was like, man... All the surgery and the treatment is going to cost me $30,000. Jesus. I'd rather spend $20,000 here. And then it was just like a free-for-all in the fucking dispensary. Wow. You know, so those stories, I'm just like, holy fuck, we're about to go on an adventure. Yeah. (laughs) I love those kind of stories. People drop a lot of money. So much money on cannabis. I believe before... Oh, there we go. We found a stick right here. For fucking uh, the legalization, like in 2000, I came here in 2018. Mm. But there's still reminiscences of like the old ways. Like if you was in California at that time, like you bought so much weed. Like we were telling people, stock up, get it now. And and it was before the edibles. So you had, we had to pull anything that was over a hundred milligrams. Yeah, it was wild. There was like a black bar. Shout out to, uh, what is it? Corova. Corova. Boy, those those black bars, man, a thousand milligrams, you smidge your thumb on it and lick it. It's so true. They would bring us, and again, this is just like shows you how things have changed. They yeah. would have the, because they would cut them, obviously, into like little perfect squares. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they, the remnants, the scraps, they would put them in Ziploc bags and bring them to us as bud tenders. Ooh. And so you would just eat these you random. That is so good. <laughs> That's what we're talking so about. When you guys was talking last episode, man, 
I was just like, if I was here 2016, you would have never had to pay for weed. No, never. We used to get points every day. So for every grand that the shop made, you would get a point one. And Ooh. so like, let's say there was a day if we made 10K, that's a full grand you would get for free. Wow. And you know, I really wanted to touch this topic so much. Sure. Samples and butt tenders. You guys in the government and you guys and all of management and all the butt tending and all the dispensaries, okay? We're not shouting out a single dispensary because I've worked for multiple dispensaries. You guys need to really step up your game with giving your butt tender samples. Preach. How are we going to understand the product and preach? <laughs> about the products if we can't try the products exactly if we can't have experiences with the products mm -hmm. it's the number one thing so when i was working as a brand ambassador Leva would be like how do we encourage sales how do we increase that what do we need to do and it's like you need to make sure that every bartender has samples of your product, product. put the money towards that and it will sell Holy moly, butt tenders out there are the most vocal individuals about brands. They are your number one spokesperson. True. And that's why I feel so bad for people in Seattle because like that one butt tender has like 300 things behind her on the wall. You have to sell all that. How do you navigate that? How do you navigate it? So I totally understand on a company standpoint, the bigger perspective, but there's this one little point that your product goes through us and if you're not in our minds we're not gonna mention you mm -mm. i'm gonna sell something that i've had or at least something that i've gotten feedback from other patients about and bud tender trainings are really really important very important literally order a magazine for your guys stores order high times order grow magazine all these magazines just leave it in the fucking common room and that's a start mm -hmm. it's true it's that simple because butt tenders love to challenge other butt tenders and we love to make sure that everyone is on the same page. So we need to have those products in front of us. We need to try those products out. We need to know how to present this product to the right person. Like I love Kiva for the fact that they, they give and they, and, and, and I've tried their chocolate covered blueberries and espresso beans mm. before I had to buy them. And, and you know, I always ride with that brand and I always sell for that brand because I know that it's a hash-based edible and that's going to give you a different high. Yes. A more fulfilling high than most of these dissolent edibles. Mm -hmm. So I'll point that out if someone's in pain. Someone's in chronic pain from a condition needs more help in the long term. Because with the distillates, you gain a tolerance way more quickly than you would with something that was like made of hash or weed butter like you're doing. Tell someone that's been smoking weed longer than you've been alive about their tolerance and tell me how that conversation goes. How is it going to go? It's going to go, hey, Sonny, I've been smoking weed longer than you've been alive. How dare you tell me this 30 percenter I can't handle. And then they come back like, oh my God, that was too much. You, we got to know these brands. We can't sell because it has the highest THC. We, we got to know these brands inside and out. And, and for some people out here, it's a career choice. Mm -hmm. So it's an opportunity for brands to really step up and like have courses of their own. I remember some uh, 
Carvana, right? Having some parties and oh and yes, I remember Carvana parties. They had their vaporizers that you could try. I mean, mm-hmm. we're gonna be very cautious now on how we're gonna do this weed is such a communal activity and it's true like they would have the vape pens set up and obviously we're still cautious and like sterile and would wipe them down but now with this whole covid situation it's like everyone's terrified you asked me if it was okay that you lick the leaf earlier you felt the need to do that what other thing do we share amongst each other what other thing do we are we willing to share lips with yeah not much food I mean, I don't know about you, me, but I don't share no food with anybody. No? No. There's rules to that. Does your girlfriend abide? Well, my girlfriend, she <laughs> bites on things, but like cereal? You can't share cereal. <laughs> cereal is a wet, like, food. Like, but, so, like, can she have something off your spoon or your fork? If it's cereal, no. <laughs> but, like, rice? Yeah. <laughs> She makes bomb ass rice and beans. We eat those all the time. Nice. Bro. Makes her own sofrito and all that. Damn. Mm-hmm. Got yourself a little mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And we definitely want samples. We want to learn about the plant as much as everybody else, too. True that. I would love to know in what areas of your life do you think cannabis has brought you growth? Definitely my professional life has brought me the most growth in interacting with just a whole bunch of people that I never thought I would cross paths with. You definitely get the stories of like, yeah, I helped out this celebrity and I helped out this celebrity, but some affluent people really take some time and they talk to you and get the most amazing stories out of that, you know, and and asking them questions that you never thought you can ask them, you know, like, Man, shout out to Cedric the Entertainer, man. Like, I have one story with him at the cafe. I went to his table. I was helping serve his table. And I wanted to ask him, like, the most hothead question ever. What? And he, I was like, would you rather travel the limits of space or the depths of the ocean? Ooh, and what'd he say? He was, like, serious. Like, but he was smoking all night. But, like, he was like, space. Because there's no limits. And I was just like, well, okay. I feel like maybe he had thought about that before. Right? This man is a walking legend, and I got to be in the presence of a lot of them. Yeah. You know, have, having stories of, like, I'm not going to ever tell anybody too much about what people buy. Because it's really private. Working in Hollywood, yeah. you got to keep that shit on down low. Come from the hills <laughs> to buying your shop. You got to keep that shit private. You have to be cool. You have to be cool. You got to be cool. Because a lot of people in LA, man, like, man, they're very sensitive. Having been able to help the lead singer of a rock band. That's fire. That I really liked as a teenager. Oh, man. I mean, mean, you can just say the name. That doesn't mean you have to say the story and what they want. No. Now I'm keeping it for myself. Yeah. And he would come in. Like, he came in several times and I got to help him and no one knew who he was because it was a kind of more like obscure that's so awesome I would be so happy every time I never told him that that it was him or did you have to talk to him a little bit and you was like holy fuck like you was realizing in a moment like it was him so your name before we went to like get the patients it would pop up on the pos oh so i recognized the name and then recognized him his hair was shorter because it used to be like long whatever and 
<laughs> his hair is shorter and it's just cool because it's like i remember going to central park at like 19 and going to see his band play and like him jumping into the crowd and like oh, just shit. screaming my lungs out and like loving it and it's like now i get to sell you weed and talk to you and you have no idea but this is really awesome for me yo so i can talk about people i haven't sold weed to that i want to sell weed to. that's me, a long list for me girl, yeah it's it's a very long list me and my girl went to afropunk and it was the most amazing concert she only had one ticket and i got in through like the side of a fence nice so I, yeah you know you walk the corner you guys gotta get better at that um, <laughs> don't tell but, security but the point is, is that um we got to see some great performances like SZA and shout out to Anderson Park, man. That man is very talented. He went from like the piano to the drums oh, wow. to the guitar to singing to rapping. Colorful fucking lights. My girlfriend was on my shoulders. We were having a great time. So nice. if he ever, ever comes in, I'm going to tell you the story of how you made my fucking, my fucking year bro like uh, that shit yeah. was amazing shout out to him bro because like and there's the others that I, w- I would love for them to come in but i really want to tell him made a moment in brooklyn in the smallest part of brooklyn yeah like, it was like a really small part of brooklyn and he made that night and he jammed the night away with trains coming by and shit it was awesome oh uh, shit a new york <laughs> summer night bro those are the best. Performers are out there, and then there's people that are just on social media. Those are facts. Ever want to move to LA? Just know that you're gonna be the most inspired ever because of the talent that's out here, because mm-hmm. of the industries that are out here, because of the opportunities that are still out here. Yeah. People are moving out. Like big tech companies are moving out of California right now to ta- uh, to taxes. Austin. Yeah, to yeah. avoid like taxes and stuff. But that just opens up opportunity for other people so just look into your little niche out here and you're gonna right. find it there's, bro you into fashion there's a fashion district yeah like, <laughs> literally check out santi's alley in downtown mm-hmm. you're gonna get inspired but like two blocks away at skid row that's another conversation for another day and yeah cannabis definitely helps out communities like that and need you know? well i don't know if you saw but apparently our new district attorney george got oh you're done with, <laughs> I'm done with that. you just started signaling like like yeah, cut it like, he was like it. cutting it but i was like does he not want to talk about politics or like the joint yeah i'm good on that thank you um no our new district attorney george gascon i think is his name that's okay. not, does that feel okay. right and he was just sworn in and he okay. just made a lot of changes within like the first couple of hours of him being our new da yeah, yeah and a lot of things I, I really positive things more to know like the series of events because like those definitely tie into stocks too but yeah so when did this happen yesterday wow okay. yeah so he made some changes what changes he might have eliminated the death penalty he eliminated something about um cash bonds there's definitely moves to be made mm-hmm. here in I California talk, still. I talked to some um, people that work with like big homelessness organizations, mm-hmm. and there's this number that's uh, I forgot what they call it. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. It's a specific number that would like what's the number? What's the amount of money it would take to eradicate homelessness? Oh yeah. And I think it's like a wish number or something. There's a technical term that if you said it, if I said it. 
they would have been like, oh, yeah, he talked to one of them. Mm. So, um, point being, it's like, it's so much money that, and when I'm thinking of Jeff Bezos, when I'm thinking of these big companies, and, and then I'm also thinking about what they're saying about socialism, you know? It's just like, you have, like I'm not trying to be sound like a socialist, but I'm understanding that money definitely has to be like, like distributed distributed in a right way yeah to work you know we can't just have people out here with mental health issues on the street but i i can't pay out of my pocket i can't oh they'll say donate to here donate to here donate to there and it's just like bro like what are they really doing with my money exactly I hate to, and and when you were saying earlier when you were like yeah a lot of people are moving out da, 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 yeah. but there's like opportunities it's like conspiracy wise from what I've heard it's like yeah. a lot of opportunities for the Chinese to invest wow. more and buy property out here wow yeah I mean and in New yeah, York there's, so there's a lot of that going yeah. on people coming over here buying plots of land and just holding on to them and not doing squat diddly with them. Man, it's big money in America <laughs> just looking at all of America so much room why is there homelessness? Yeah. Why is there no programs to bring people into the inner country mm-hmm. and set up smaller economies and have people grow from there? Right. You know, it's there, there's so much land to, for people to just be tied up just in cities. emptiness out there. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's true. I, I saw so much emptiness out there, mm-hmm. you know? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Okay. Oh, we're spitting this real right now. We got to watch out. We're... <laughs> We're going to move into the next segment. Let's do it. <laughs> it's called the re-up. So basically, I'm going to ask you a series of Spitfire questions. Okay, Spitfire. And you're going to tell me. You're going to answer. Favorite word for cannabis? Ganja. Favorite music or artist to listen to when you when you smoke? Okay, Anderson Park, because I was just talking about Yes. Favorite stoner movie of all time? I love me some days and confused when I'm really high on edible. That's a classic. Yes, it's an adventure. If heaven exists, what strain would be on your top shelf? I love me some Kushberry cheesecake from LA Kush, bro. I can't help it. They come up in every single episode. I can't help it. I can't help it. It's such a weird strain. Oh my god. Um, fucking green tea from the rare. Green tea. Green tea from the rare has you so heavy behind the eyes. Ooh. It's an amazing strain. Try out the the green tea from the rare. The rare. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, any other like favorite cannabis brands or products at the moment? Oh man, there's so many. Your um, top. Shout out to. Oweed in Canada, they have, uh, they're not a direct cannabis brand. They, they sell blends that you can do with cannabis. Oh, that's nice. So you can microdose your cannabis. Um, Oweed is O-U-I-D. Oh, like we. I think it's a French word, but it, it's a play on how yeah. it sounds. Yeah. So, so like weed. weed. Yeah, Oweed. Weed. Oweed. weed. <laughs> you don't pronounce the O. Like when you say we, like if (laughs) that's what you're saying, (laughs) if you're speaking French and so as someone says, and and you're saying yes in French, you're saying we, okay. So then they put the D, so they made it weed. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to them. Okay. Um, Shout out to Jeff the Chef. Great 420 chef, just holding it down. Shout out to uh, who else? Shout out to Cookies. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to who else? Big Pete's out here, 
holding it down with the good ass cookies. Smokey's gummies. I love Smokey's gummies. I can't get enough of them. I can't stop talking about them. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to uh, who else, bro? There's so many great fucking companies out there that grows amazing weed that are transcending weed. Who else? Who else? Oh man, I'm excited. That cheetah piss, y'all. That was great. <laughs> you gave one for like every category. Man, I'm. If you like you. edibles, if you like flowers. Shout out to Papa and Barkley for their tinctures. Very honest company and Papa Select, their their extracts company actually have one of their patches on right now oh yeah you didn't know i've had a one-to-one on me the whole time thca or thc thc and cbd shout out to yas yeah no because they care about their butt tenders. they do and my back was hurting yeah and i think it's from living a very sedentary lifestyle it's not easy i've been trying so yeah i've had this patch on me all day and it's been pretty helpful yeah i always recommend it to truck drivers oh yeah all the time that makes sense so i have one last segment it's called call your plug It's basically your moment to plug any of like your social media so people can follow you. Got you. So uh, you can find me on Instagram. My name is Kashif. That's how it's pronounced. You're going to find it at underscore K-A-H-S-H-E-E-F underscore. I literally, I, I don't use any other social media, but my email and Instagram, but I just started uh, Clubhouse. So you can find me at Clubhouse. Yeah. I've been hearing about that. What is that? You should definitely look into it. Um, You can set up your own uh, voice group chats. Mm. And you can make them themed out. Make them like a panel. You could be like a moderator. You could mute people. And, oh, that's and cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a nice organic growth, you know. Um, And it's definitely a, a social media app that people need during these times because you're hardly talking to anybody. Right. You know? and, and you're only conversing through like texting so yeah my at symbol on that is feel cash flow i might be starting some panels i don't know just want to talk about cannabis and explore the many avenues of cannabis either if it's investing or just talking about the plant itself like just new cannabinoids on the map like thcp you ever heard of that one no that's thcp they found um they found somebody in israel i believe um, don't quote me on that. Um, found THCP and it's 50 times stronger than THC. Ooh. And they also found CBDP, um, CBDB, and I think THCB. Wow. I'm not too sure about THCB, but definitely CBDB. Whoa. Yeah, that's amazing. Right? Well, so, Israel's been doing incredible research. Of course, man. I think they're leading research facility for cannabis. I uh, think cannabis so, too. Studies. Shout out to T. Kuhn. Yeah. Know, shout out to them. They're doing their thing very on a medicinal side. And, and like uh, Danny said, I'm going <laughs> to make sure I mention her because I fucking great episode. You guys got to check it out. But um, you got to focus more on the wellness side. Of mm-hmm. it. You got to get people to know about your products. You know, you have to like use your dollars to really gear towards the customers, you know, because you're going to get lost in the sauce with 200 brands next to it yeah 
Are you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think listeners don't like. Opening he just grabbed. You uh, kindly brought over a whole. Well, you bought off a kid Reese's. on the subway. Yeah, supporting small business. We got some Reese's peanut butter cups here. Yes, I'm not gonna open it in the mic, but I'm opening it later. Yeah, we're we're done. You we're done. yeah, you can treat yourself. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Yes. Thank you so much. That was so fun. That was so fun. You had a good time? It was great. Okay, great. Perfect. I, I, I really like this mic. Yes. That's the show. Thank you for listening to another episode of That Bud Tender Podcast. Follow me at The Stone Journalist. Follow the show at That Bud Tender Podcast. Like, share, subscribe, and keep getting high, my babies. Mm-hmm.